This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 534, The Zen of Working with Irritating People, by Christopher Wallace with digtofly.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator here, and welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, or glad you could find us if you are new here. This is the podcast where I read to you every single day from some of the very best blogs on entrepreneurship. We're gonna get right to it now as we start optimizing your life. The Zen of Working with Irritating People by Christopher Wallace with digtofly.com. Like it or not, we often spend as much or more time with our coworkers as with our families. When we're in close quarters with anyone for a long period of time, we start to notice their eccentricities. More often than not, these eccentricities shift from being quirky to downright annoying all too quickly when we are subjected to them on a daily basis. There are dozens of reasons a coworker might irritate us, from poor work performance to generally noisy behavior. It's easy to respond in turn, lashing out on the offensive by annoying them right back. When we're angry and frustrated, a first response is often to express this by going on the attack. And yes, silently and passively aggressively waiting until you reach a boiling point before talking to your colleague about the annoying behavior counts as an attack. But as anyone who grew up with siblings can attest, Fighting fire with fire generally leaves everyone burned and the issue unsettled. No matter what the issue you're facing with a colleague, make a point of addressing it with a smile. Most psychologists will tell you that the majority of our complaints about other people stem from insecurities about the same behavior within ourselves. But there's no need to bring Sigmund Freud into your office life. Just remember that nothing diffuses a festering bomb like a good dose of positivity you're more likely to get a positive resolution to the annoying behavior if you raise the issue respectfully and ask for a specific behavior change rather than going on the offensive, fighting fire with fire, or focusing on the person rather than the behavior. Here are a few common workplace examples of conflict between employees and how to deal with them head on. The annoying coworker. These come in all shapes and sizes. Maybe the person in the cubicle next to you is particularly long-winded and loud-voiced on the phone. Perhaps someone on your team perpetually sucks up to the boss and takes credit for work you've completed. An annoyance could be as simple as someone who constantly prints out 100-page documents tying up the printer for everyone else. Over the course of my career, I've personally dealt with handfuls of coworkers that frustrated me for small reasons, mostly for making too much noise. The solution can be as simple as a new pair of noise-canceling headphones. For the offender, not for you. Although, if you're easily distracted, that may help too. To address a problem with an annoying coworker, follow these steps. Step one, ask yourself if this is an issue worth fixing. Can you avoid this coworker if you try? If you work closely with them or in the same room, continue to the next step. Step two, depending on the issue, the solution can be as simple as a quick conversation at your coworker's desk or in the break room. For more complicated issues or something that requires talking outside of the office, suggest that you meet right after work in a neutral spot where you can both feel relaxed. And step three, consider your approach before jumping in. People naturally go on the defensive when confronted, so begin your conversation with a compliment or by saying something nice. Proceed by simply laying out your concerns. Don't beat around the bush. Address the problem, keep a smile on your face, and don't go on the defensive yourself when they react. It's not uncommon for close friendships to find their roots in once-strained relationships. By laying out your concerns with candid honesty, you actually build a foundation of trust and understanding. 
the demeaning coworker. Confidence is one thing, but deriding coworkers for their work is another thing completely. Whether it's a manager or a colleague, nothing damages the collective mood like belittlement. Remember that people with this tendency are encouraged by the reaction they get. When people respond with subservience instead of politely standing up for themselves, the problem person is likely to continue. Wherever you work, the employees should work together for the greater good of the company. Treat mean people with kindness while letting them know that you don't appreciate their condescending attitude. The lazy slacker and the overbearing micromanager. On opposite ends of the spectrum, employees that underwork and those that overmanage can be equally frustrating. If someone consistently underperforms and it's dragging your work or the company down, address the issue in incremental stages. First, ask how you can help them complete their job to an acceptable level. If your good example doesn't work, let them know that you're frustrated by their lack of work ethic and the product they're producing. In the rare case that these steps don't have an effect, let them know that you'd like to schedule a meeting with your manager to discuss your collective workflow problems, if the boss hasn't already noticed their lazy employee without you pointing it out. A boss or team member that scrutinizes every detail is oftentimes just as difficult. Respond to these situations by asking a person directly what you can do to get it right the first time. This shows your passion for your job and creates trust. If the colleague still keeps their hands in everything you do, double-checking your work, point it out in the same ways you would deal with an annoying colleague. You just listened to the post titled The Zen of Working with Irritating People by Christopher Wallace with digtofly.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Christopher, he is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Amsterdam Printing, one of the nation's largest providers of promotional products for businesses large and small. And thank you as well to Carl, the creator of dig to fly A little bit about him, he helps entrepreneurs understand their struggles and then turn them into stepping stones. In 2010, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and was then laid off from his job a year later. And while those were, of course, difficult situations, Carl now calls them blessings in disguise. Since then, he stopped doing work that doesn't fit with his passions and instead now focuses on things he truly cares about. He is the author of the book, Bring Gratitude. He's got a lot to offer on his site, so come by digtofly.com for a lot more. And I have that linked in this episode's description for you. And by the way, dig to fly means dig deep to fly high. And Carl also has a podcast, which you can find in your favorite podcast app. It's called the Dig to Fly Podcast. But that should do it for today. Hope you have a great one. And I'll be back here reading to you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.